0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Josh. Let's get it started. Yeah, let's get it started. And here we go.
0: Timely episode. So timely. We are rarely recording to release the next day. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, man, let's do something super newsy. Mm -hmm. What's something that's super newsy that's not impeachment? And uh turns out this, the Iowa caucus is getting a little news.
1: Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, we thought that we would have the results to talk about. Nope.
0: I know, because I pitched this yesterday. Right. And the day of the caucus. Right. Woke up this morning to S-show in Iowa as the headline. <laughs> Cluster F.
1: <laughs> crazy.
0: Yeah, but um, we're talking about caucuses in the Iowa caucus uh, mm-hmm. and why it's important and where it came from. Uh, we should define caucus. 'Cause a lot of people I think are just like, what does that even mean?
1: Well, I mean, for good reason, it's it's kind weird. Of, it's kind of an old timey thing, a yeah. relic and that's sh- should still, be gone. Still in use in <laughs> Iowa. Uh
0: caucus though is a meeting. This is the strict definition. Webster's defines caucus as <laughs> a meeting in which local members of a political party register their preference among candidates running for office. Uh, or select uh, delegates to attend a convention.
1: Right. But the thing about a caucus is it's not like just going to vote. That's a primary. A caucus is where you are physically present in the room, like Mm -hmm. that meeting you described. Mm -hmm. And the way that you show, at least as far as the Democrats caucus in Iowa, the way that you show you are planning to support or vote most normal people would call it for mm-hmm. a candidate is you go stand in a portion of the room that's been set aside it's for that candidate's supporters and their names like on the wall or something like
0: that. It so needs to go away. Okay.
1: That's just step one.
0: Yeah. That's my opinion, of course, but it's just so dumb.
1: Okay. It is such a
0: dumb way to do it.
1: And you can tell like I was fiercely defensive about its caucus it's. tradition. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to go on record. As saying, like, I don't know if it's going to survive, in, you know, till 2024. Well, I don't think it will now. But it is under some serious <laughs> threat of not survive. more, it's more, at, it's more at risk than it ever has been after last night.
0: Yeah, ironically, by trying to modernize the caucus. Right. So we'll get to all that.
1: Okay, so, so you go stand by your delegate's name. Yes. And if enough other people who are present at that caucus go stand with you by the delegate's name. Mm-hmm. That delegate is a viable candidate. Usually that means they have about 15% or more of the room.
0: Yeah. If your candidate that you want to go stand under a sign of uh-huh. in a high school gym yeah. is not considered viable, you can go join another group. You can try and recruit people. Say, hey, man, stand under this sign. Come ye. Uh, or you can go home if you want. Sure. You can be like, all oh, well, right, that was my candidate. Right. There's only like eight other people here standing under the Yang team sign.
1: Yang had more than eight.
0: Yeah, of course he did.
1: I think you're thinking of Biden.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that is how they run – the Democrats run the Iowa caucus. Uh, Republicans and the GOP or the Republican National Convention, uh-huh. they, um, they just vote like a regular old primary.
1: Right. And like you were saying, ironically, they tried to modernize – the caucus, the Iowa caucus, and that's what caused this huge problem.
0: With an app, isn't that right?
1: Well, originally they were going to have virtual caucuses. Mm-hmm. They decided not to. The, the DNC rejected Iowa's plan to have a virtual caucus where you could go online and be like, I'm standing in the Yang gang room, right. so I'm caucusing for Yang. Um. This was this was rejected by the DNC. Is they had too high of a potential to be hacked, (laughs) but they still did use an app to tally these delegates. And apparently, it was not doing what it was supposed to do. At least this is the official line. Um, Everybody is saying no. It's everybody from Russia to. The DNC right. engaging in all sorts of terrible stuff. Regardless, this app apparently really screwed up the caucus. And in an attempt to modernize the caucus, it actually set it back and possibly drove it to extinction.
0: Yeah. I mean, they are saying the app did not crash. And then there's other people saying the app totally crashed. Right. So I don't know who to believe. The long and short of it is we usually wake up on the following day of the Iowa caucus with a decent idea of who the top three candidates are are going to be going into primary season. But we woke up this morning with no idea. Right. And I just looked on my phone. The breaking news is that in two hours from now, Mm -hmm. they will have 50% of the results released. Wow. By 5 p.m. Eastern.
1: Yeah, usually you don't even have to wait Oh um, well, yeah, you wake up and you're like, "Oh, okay." No, no, I mean like like you don't even have to go to sleep. Oh, well. They usually report <laughs> gets, they usually report on what like you within bed. a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the Eastern Eastern time zone, or no, if you're in the Western time zone. Yeah, you might know. Like you're eating a cheeseburger getting all the results, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it's been a big embarrassment.
0: Um but maybe we should take a break yeah. and talk a little bit why the Iowa caucus is important to begin with. It's not
1: This is one thing that that makes the Iowa caucus so at risk right now because of this 2020 um, problem <laughs> that came out of the 2020 caucus, okay? Yeah. It is artificially important. The Iowa caucus is not actually, when you dig down into it, substantially important in any real way. No. It is important... But it's important because the media has made it important over right. the years.
0: That's right. It is uh, – well, first of all, it's It's not the most diverse state in our union. Yeah. That's one criticism of the Iowa caucus.
1: Yeah. I saw like uh, apparently the caucus goers were 91 percent white. Yeah. It's largely
0: a bunch, rural. Bunch of white people standing around in a gym. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know people and I are going to be so mad at us. Prove us wrong. I, I think Iowa. it's antiquated. I'm sorry.
1: Prove us wrong. I saw. I saw that there. Sorry, just real quick. Uh-huh. Two things last night. There were at least two ties, and so to figure out uh, how to divide delegates to break a tie, a coin was flipped, <laughs> and a name was drawn out of a hat. Wow, that's how they broke ties with the Iowa caucus last night to decide delegates for the state. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, that's that's unbelievable. But then again, what's more diplomatic than a coin toss? Doesn't get any more uh, 50-50 than that.
1: Are you ready for some football? (laughs) So uh, in
0: 1972, Senator George McGovern was running for president. Uh, He did a pretty good job at the Iowa caucus, Hmm. and that was good for his campaign. And it was sort of the first year that the media really put a lot into this on reporting on it. And I think from, like, 1972 is sort of looked at as the watershed moment hmm. of when the media would come out the next day and start start saying things like dark horse and front runner. Right. And the media has, <laughs> it's maddening, but the media has such influence on the way people vote. And not just by saying, like, here's this person's policies. Is people saying, like, oh, I don't want to vote for the dark horse. Sure. And now, Like, who's the front runner? I might be interested in that person. Precisely. It's
1: absolutely true. It's all fake. They can influence... Voting um, or caucusing, not just by releasing polls, but by withholding polls, too, even, right? So um, this 1972 is a big year, and the reason why is because it was the first year that Iowa became the first in the nation. That's why Iowa is important. It's the first— time that voters have any chance anywhere in the country to say, this is what I think about all these primary candidates who've been jabbering at each other the last few months. I'm going to just stand over here. We're going to see where the rubber, right. We're going to see where the rubber meets the road for the first time. I was the first at that. And it became first for two reasons. In 1972, the GOP decreed that you had to have, you had to give 30 days notice before any kind of, um, any kind of caucus or primary Mm -hmm. was held. And apparently, that meant that Iowa had to move their caucus closer to the beginning of the year. Right. And then, secondly, they couldn't get a hotel for the convention, the Iowa State Convention, at a time when they wanted it. So mm-hmm. they again had to push the caucus back. So it inadvertently became the first in the nation. And they said, oh, everybody's paying attention to Iowa all of a sudden. Yeah. We're getting an. an disproportionate amount of interest from the national press, from these candidates that are coming to town spending money. Yeah. Um And, and we
0: have influence politically. Exactly. Because they're going to listen to us.
1: So we're going to make a state law that says Iowa has to be the first right. contest in the nation, no matter what, doesn't matter what any other state does. I- Iowa has to figure out a way to be first.
0: Right. Which doesn't mean there is a some sort of federal rule that says you go first. That just means that in Iowa... They're like, well, if New Hampshire wants to move it up a week, then we'll move it up a
1: yeah, week. Yeah, it's a state law there. Yeah. And New Hampshire has a state law as well that they're the first primary. That's right. That's how Iowa's gotten away with it. They're a caucus. New Hampshire's the first primary.
0: New Hampshire's like, huh, we vote. Right. We don't go stand around in a gym.
1: I saw a tweet apparently the New Hampshire Democrats tweeted to the Iowa Democrats and said, don't worry, we've got this. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. They got faced.
0: So uh, that is why the Iowa caucus became such a big deal, because they're first, because the media uh, has an outsized influence on elections. Uh, Whether or not it matters is a matter of uh, debate. Um, In the history of the caucuses, you've never gone on to win the nomination if you finished worse than third. But there have been cases where Bill Clinton placed third. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's not like you got to win Iowa.
1: Look what happened to him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) two termer. Sure. Impeached. Right. Went
1: through it all. He went through it all.
0: The highs and the lows, the good and the
1: bad. (laughs) Right. Uh, George McGovern, the first candidate in 1972 when Iowa was like the first, it was a big deal for the first time. He came in. Second. First, second, mm-hmm. but and he got the nomination, but he didn't win the presidency. So it's not necessarily that good of an indicator. Jimmy Carter won the presidency. Mm-hmm. Did what? What place did he come in, Chuck?
0: Well, apparently he did a really good job in Iowa because he spent a lot of time there stumping for a year. But it says that he was actually beaten by uncommitted.
1: <laughs> so the people who said that they hadn't chosen a candidate yet. Outnumbered anybody Carter. supporting Jimmy Carter, <laughs> yeah. which makes sense. But when you just hear it, like he got beaten out by uncommitted, it's even that's so Jimmy Carter. I know it really is. Or it's, it's so 1976 Jimmy Carter, because yeah. that guy has turned into one of the greatest statesmen and living yeah. saints Great in American history.
0: The the best thing ever is being at like at a Braves game when they showed Jimmy and Rosalind uh-huh. at the game, yeah. and they're like just old as dirt, and they yeah. always give each other a kiss, and everyone in the stadium melts. I know. It's amazing.
1: And she's always like got she's always chewing on a hot dog or whatever. And <laughs> she has to like stop and swallow before she'll give Jimmy a kiss back. Yeah, it's it's their thing. Uh,
0: the other thing about Iowa is if you don't do well there, then you might drop out. Or if you do surprisingly well there, um, then you might, you know, that could kickstart or very much will kickstart your campaign again.
1: So now we've reached why Iowa is actually important. But again, this is artificial because it's the media putting labels on people. That's right. So the media basically says, hey, this candidate is expected to do really well. If that candidate doesn't do well in Iowa, the media says, this is not a viable candidate. You should drop out. That actually causes funding to to dry up for the campaign. Why am I going to give money to someone who's not viable? Right. The media said they're not viable. And then conversely, like you said, if somebody's not expected to do well and then does really well in Iowa, Mm -hmm. their campaign can just take off. That's what happened to Obama in
0: 2008.
1: Iowa made Obama in 2008, right? Yeah. Really launched that campaign. So... All of this stuff, again, is just self-fulfilling prophecy, which is what makes 2020 so nuts that all of the Democratic candidates spent so much time Mm -hmm. and so much money and so much effort in Iowa to get this. I, I saw a tweet from Glenn Greenwald actually basically laying this out to get this artificial bump. Yeah. And then the artificial bump didn't come, which rendered the Iowa caucus totally unnecessary. Yeah. The whole thing was unnecessary.
0: I think they're plowing ahead to New Hampshire. Oh yeah, they already there. A lot of the candidates were uh, were claiming victory in sort of backhanded ways. Not backhanded, but um just sort of they couldn't come out and say we won, but every single one of them were like, Oh, I think we just we did very well tonight. Right.
1: They were like, <laughs> I wanna I wanna congratulate my fellow nominees on coming in second.
0: Yeah. Everyone kind of claimed victory because no one could.
1: Not everybody claimed victory. Well, that's Some true. people clearly could not.
0: Yeah. The people that are in that gym, <laughs> uncommitted.
1: Yeah. Um, well, if you want to know more about the Iowa caucus, uh, you better find out about it now because it might not be around next time. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, I guess, well, let's just say short stuff out.
0: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works.